Hello and welcome to the Jefferson My Drinks podcast. I'm Helen Monk and I'm joined once again by the lovely duo of Pete McManus and Ian Harrison. Pete, you sound a little bit more chirpy this week. I, I mean, I couldn't get any worse than last week, could I? So things have picked up a little bit. Still not hosting though, am I? <laughs> no. And don't flipping start with me. <laughs> okay. Uh, that, that one, squash that one. Has, um, do you want to talk about it? Or no, well, do we're going to have to, aren't we? But do you want to just I'd, I'd quickly rather, go through? I'd rather through? not. I'll start us off. I love oh, football. Oh, will you? Yeah, that's good, yeah. I love football and I love fantasy football. I don't know how you're doing it. Just miracles. Considering how many leagues you're in, the fact that you're like 4-1 and one or 5-0 and oh every week is pretty impressive. Three, five, week, three weeks on the trot now, that is pretty impressive. 5-0 five, five oh this week. He wants um, to stay in it. Oh, I know. I I I started like this last year. Week six, three and three. Yeah. What once the bye week start hitting, that's when I start to crumble. Um, one thing that I've done differently though this year is I've not done like anywhere near as many waivers as I did last year. So I think um being loyal, as Ian put it last week, is actually helping me out a little bit. Well, on the flip side of that, <laughs> how's that going for you? Yeah, is is me staring down the barrel of a gun here. <laughs> And have just submitted three waivers today for one team. So nice. I don't think yeah. it's a loyalty bit that's getting you anywhere. So I will put a slight disclaimer in here because although I'm predicted to go five and zero, I am still slightly concerned about two of them. Um, We're recording on Monday again. Yeah, this is probably we, the point we should have made. Yeah, we are having to do it a little bit. And earlier. there's two games tonight, so there is. Yeah, there is. There is yeah, quite a lot. Players to go. There's quite a lot up in the. Even last week when there was two games, there wasn't a lot left to be decided. But feels like while a lot of our leagues are there's heavy favourites or significant favourites, yeah. there's still there's still that element of you just never know. Yeah. So in you never know Ian. The <laughs> so in the I'm, dynasty I'm not league. In the Dynasty League, I've got a 70-point lead, um, and the other person has three players to play. I don't have any. And then in the one of the redraft leagues... Who are these three players? 70 uh, points is doable. It'd be a flipping Chase, good. It'd be a good performance. Chase, Stafford, and the Eagles D in that one. And then in... So in, in our Dynasty, I'm losing by 47 points with K. Dotton and L. McPherson to play. Yeah, that's... That's, that's not happening, is it? That's a big day from K-Dot. In K. a half PPR league, I want 47 points from my kicker with my tight end. That's a big day from K-Dot. Yeah. <laughs> and then... A Hall of Fame kind of level day. Yeah. yeah. In the redraft league, I've got a lead of 50 points, and I am going up against two players, one of them being uh, Jalen Hurts, but I have the Eagles defence still to play in that one as well. How are you doing in the dynasty, Pete? I got bad. <laughs> finished, confirmed. No, it's not confirmed, but I um I'm not I'm not in it. Uh Dave, who I'm up against, had the Bills D. Oh, who, oh right. Who yeah. got nice. who got thirty three points. Shout out so, to the commanders for that one. I am thirty points behind and I've got Kyron Williams, AJ Brown and Puka to come, but he's still got Jalen Hurts and T. Higgins, so I was like <sighs> I need it's all, I mean, you it's need, a, all you need is an injury piece. It's a lot closer. <laughs> it's a lot closer than it was at one point to be fair, but I I need um I need a massive day from all three of them. Right. Yeah. Well in in our, in our redraft, me and you are playing each other. Yeah. Yeah. There's a point five difference, just under point five, in favour of Pete. And I've just got AJ Brown to play while he's got Dallas got a Jamar Chase and Kyron Williams to go. So Pete is 
it, looking pretty <laughs> smug. I'm not, I'm not, mate. I, honestly, anything can happen in fantasy football until I, until I see the final whistle go in that Eagles game and AJ Brown's got less points than Chase or whoever, I'm not getting excited. Well, AJ Brown, well, yeah, because AJ Brown will be done before Chase. Yeah. Should we mention it now? Just whilst you're talking about that game. No. I, I told could. you, I'm not, I'm not gloating until it's over. Well, That's the way I roll with it, fantasy football. It's not a gloat though, is it? It is something that he said. I said. You said. When? Uh, who said? Episode four, about minute thirty-eight. Do you remember what about you? About minute thirty-eight. All, All right, it was minute thirty-eight. Clearly, not agree what you're what, talking about. What I've yes, discovered because I I do because he messaged me, and what I've discovered today is that H just goes spends his entire day listening back to our back catalogue. Right, this is where all of our podcast, listens come from. Yeah, podcast but, episode. While we think we're growing it on a week by week basis, it's just H no listening stage. over and over again. Yeah, I hope he's doing it from different devices. So what, week no. four, well, you will remember this, or in like it, episode four. I just want I to said, clarify this before we start. I do not sit there and listen to it. What happens Sounds is... Sounds like you do. Man. No, so <laughs> I remembered this point or this argument because of how my opinion changed. And then found it. Yeah, yeah you've got to go through all of the episodes to then No, find... because it was a very... I, yeah, but when you've was, already when you've when listened you to know... everyone four times, you know, yeah. you know what's in right, Go on then, hit me with it. What so I said? said that one of my aims this year was to beat you with Kirk Cousins in my team. Oh and, yeah, you did. And Kirk Cousins. Do you rem- oh, happening? Do you Kirk remember Cousins what is in my team? Do you remember yeah, what you so said no back chance. to that? You oh, said it's say? no chance, and I will. If you do it, I will do a forfeit. Did we agree the forfeit? No. You've not yet. No. I have my fingers crossed. <laughs> so no. it's not to, over. It's to not be confirmed. Yeah, it's not over. In. But bringing Kirk Cousins in and benching—we'll get to the, all of yeah. this. But benching Fields was a great decision this week. So. Based on my genius advice last week, yeah. so technically I've done myself. No, that was Gino Smith. That was a different yeah. league. So find out next week. One, if Pete ended up going through and winning it, or will he do uh, Kirk Cousins in prime time and absolutely bottle yeah. it? And secondly, if he does, what the forfeit will be for Ian. Brilliant. Can't wait for that. Send us your uh, thoughts. So, let's start off with some apologies, because we uh, we do have a couple of apologies. I'd like to start this one, if that's okay. Yeah, well, you're hosting. You can do yeah, what I you want. I can do what I want. So, I have two apologies. Last week, I said I did not have B. John Robinson in any of my fantasy teams, completely forgetting that I spent a quarter of my auction money buying B. John Robinson. That league doesn't count. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry I've got B. John Robinson. Yeah. The second what one. What a terrible yeah. apology that is. The yeah. second one. Move on. Is I said at the Jags Texans game, bearing in mind I am a big Texans fan, I said. It's going to be the Jags, and it's not even going to be close. Well, it wasn't close, to be fair. <laughs> yeah. so you were half you right. Were half I was right. half right. Um, the so, Jags are a bit of a worry, I think, uh, for someone who spent money on a ticket to go and watch them this weekend. Yeah. I was like, expecting <laughs> that to be a really good game. I'm not. Yeah, they, they've not looked great. I don't think. I know they beat us in week one, but they, they've not looked great through three weeks. No, not at all. Um, hey, while we're apologies? on the subject of the Jags. Oh, sorry. My favourite stat. Did you see this? It was shared by somebody from NFL Fantasy. My favourite stat, and I haven't double-checked it, I'm just taking his word for it, is that Ridley, Ingram and Kirk have, through three weeks, have all got 173 receiving yards. Not more, 
exactly 173 receiving yards. Hey, all three madness. of them. That, that'd, be, like, that'd be tough to maintain as the season goes on. Yeah, I was like, that's I mean, pretty impressive. I mean, it's yeah. impressive that Ridley's only got 173 after his first half against the Colts. But yeah. Dude, uh, yeah. Anyway, what are we doing? Apologies. Yeah, apologies, please, mate. I'm going to apologise to the Steelers because I picked the Raiders what? to beat them. And clearly I got that wrong. What I would say is just before the season started, when we did the um, what you were excited about preseason, you both told me that their offense was going to be brilliant, and it hasn't been. It's not. It's been really, really poor. But the Steelers have won two games back-to-back now, and it's a perfect example of what good coaching and a good defense can do for a team. It's like it is a very offensive league, but they what? Just repeat that. Repeat that last sentence for me. What? The the, the one about what, the good defense. Good coaching and a good day. Good coaching and good day. Yeah, the the, the one thing that Justin Herbert doesn't have. Wins your games. What's that got to do with anything? I'm just bringing up Justin Herbert again. <laughs> he won <laughs> yesterday. Can, we, can we not do this again? Yeah. Yeah. Banging um, he was. Yeah. Good coaching and a good defense. Yeah. Can and they and the problem with that is and the problem with not be, the, the picket can't move the offense and they just haven't really got going and they've got no run game which again we'll get to in a minute um, is that you I don't think you're going to beat good teams but you can beat up on teams like the Raiders and you can stay yeah. in a game against teams like the Browns and stuff like that I think they are it feels to me like it's just going to be another nine and eight season for the Steelers and yeah. and we kind of said that at the beginning but I've, I've not giving him the credit they deserve, so I apologise. Have you? Did you see the uh, really impressive stat for Kenny Pickett though? Just on your point there, the game last night was the first game where Kenny Pickett had two um, sort of uh, throwing touchdowns in a game. First time he's played seventeen games as a starting quarterback. Yeah, he's not. He's not been good enough. That's, that's not. I know he's got. To, I know he's got to develop and he's got to move on. But you've seen it with CJ Stroud. An element of this, though, is the play yeah. calling coming from the Steelers. Like, yeah. We've all so, heard yeah. how annoyed the Steelers are with Matt Kennedy right now. It's getting more involved, apparently. That's what they said at the weekend. Yeah. The thing well, is, you, see, you see a Steelers fan paid Hank from Breaking Bad to yeah. film a video to say, Matt Kennedy, get out of yeah. Pittsburgh. <laughs> so you, there's only so much you can put on the players because all they're doing is playing the plays that are called in by the coach. But the thing is, we, we I think you mentioned it with your Kenny... Pick it, uh, sorry, your uh, George Pickens pick of the the hype of it all. Kenny Pickett was just as good in preseason. He was pro- yeah, arguably was. one of the best quarterbacks. I don't understand how you go from that. Well, that's because in preseason you're trying you, out new things. You're trying to stretch the field. You're trying out plays that you don't normally try. But in why games not? That do, matter. Yeah, yeah. Why not do what you've been matter, doing in preseason? Then you just go back to safety zones, don't you? Yeah. Mean? yeah. So you can't really blame the players when everyone. And we've we always got a friend who's a Steelers fan. And we hear a lot about the Steelers. I'm not going to mention him by name because he's like Beetlejuice and he'll turn up. Um, yeah. But yeah, the, you got you got to look at the coaching for the Steelers. Yeah. Ian, any apologies from you? No, not at all. <laughs> no, again. No. Third week on the trot. Third week running. I've got nothing to I've apologize I've got anything for. wrong. No. But unfortunately, I'm going to apologize to H and the Texans. Pete, can I get this as a sound clip? I'm sure you'll I just remember believe, it, mate. I can't, I can't in believe. about ten weeks, you'll go back through all of our back catalogue and find the exact minute 
where I said this, and just for the record, it's minute 12. Minute 12, Pete. So just I can't believe, make, you, Pete, I can't believe you're doing this. Pete, make a note of this, just so that you can sound clip I'm it for me. I'm going to make a note of it, boy. Beca- because I want the sound clip as his text tone, so every time right. he drops me a message now... Go on, sorry, mate. Well, I've been on it all season for how, how bullied the, uh, the Texans are going to get. And to be fair, on Sunday, you went out, balled out, and destroyed the Jags 37-17. So, fair play. CJ Stroud looks them. Looks the real deal. Does, yeah. Tank Dell looks very good. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I've got to give it you. Thank, thank so you. So that's my apology. I can't believe you actually. It'll be the last one you get I, ever. I accept your apology. Right. Um, okay. Yeah, brilliant. Uh, appreciations. Oh, go on. Should I just carry on? Yeah, because you've been so kind to me. I'll let you take this one. Yeah, well, I was initially going to go with telling everyone to go with Christian Kirk over Ridley last week because I got that one right. But I'm actually going to go with my shout of saying how bad Justin Fields is as a quarterback I think we all saw it on Sunday yeah 11 of 22 for 99 yards he's not very good one touchdown and one (laughs) interception so he's now scored four touchdowns and given up five turnovers so he's having a season like Jameis is 30 for 30 except he's only on track to score 18 touchdowns yeah which is pretty terrible I don't know at some point the Bears are going to have to go back to last year's playbook and start calling in design runs for Fields, let him use his feet. And it looked, it looked like it was happening towards the end of the game yesterday. It's like, it's, we did talk he, about this yesterday, a little bit yesterday, though. There's two, at least two throws that he hits the receiver, bang on. Yeah, and DJ the, Moore dropped a sitter, didn't he? Yeah. yeah, and then was it Claypool or someone straight afterwards? Yeah, it was like, he's got to make that play as well. Like, there's, He's not getting... I mean, that was the whole point of bringing DJ Moore in, was that he would then have someone to throw the ball to. I just don't think he was expecting it to be on target. <laughs> no, it was, just, that, it was just surprised when it hit him in the numbers. Yeah, like, oh, what do I do here? That's, that's a little bit of the issue. I can't, I can't imagine anyone is starting Justin Fields at the moment. And I bet he was drafted pretty high. Pete? Yeah, I've got a problem thinking about that this week. Um, my, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going with the Packers because I called that they would would be I'm not would, would be one, your Pete. Saints and they did so I'm, I'm not having I'm this one with that. wouldn't have fact. happened with Derek Carter exactly it wouldn't have happened whoever injured whoever injured David Carr like uh, David Carr I'll take yeah, David Carr yeah, I'll take David Carr as well to be fair he didn't even look like anyone had touched him I was like he, he, he was he walking off and he was absolutely fine I was like pull yourself together man listen listen his mascara was running and everything listen nobody touches Derek Carr that's a penalty in itself, but to slam him on the ground like oh, that, he needs to be banned yeah, for life. He could have killed the last. He needs yeah. to man up. What I would oh, say though oh. is, and so I've gone with the Packers, but I was very close to getting my Rashi Rice shout oh, right, and he Twice. he went he went five of, he went five of seven for fifty nine yards, and he was two yards away for eight points and he was two yards away from being five of seven for 61 yards and two touchdowns he got <laughs> caught two and landed on the one yard line and not even the one yard line twice and fell short and had he picked up but had he got had he fallen into the end zone with both of them which I know is a little bit of a stretch he would have been the wide receiver 10 on the week yeah which is exactly what I said so, so was, you pat yourself on the back for nearly no I'm, I'm just right. saying I was I was, very, I was nearly right I was two yards away from being spot on <laughs> And two yards makes all the difference sometimes, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, those first, uh, the first one, I je- I thought it. Thought he was in. Yeah, in like, real time, I was like, oh, that's in. Yeah, I was like, I'll text Pete. Yeah, uh, mine are my matchups. Um, 
I probably went with slightly easier matchups. I get that, but um, especially uh, the Kenneth Walker one, I didn't quite expect as much as he as he got. So um, it was Debo Samuel who got twenty five points, and Kyle Walker, uh, not Kyle, Walker. Kyle Walker. He scored a goal. Um, uh, Kenny Walker. The way running backs are going down, Kyle yeah. Walker could probably get a start yeah. in the NFL. Um, he scored thirty points, um, and that was actually my MVP as well. So. We will uh, jump on to the MVPs. I mentioned mine there. That was Kenny Walker. Um, brilliant performance by him. A uh, couple of touchdowns. Um, I thought he was really complimented well by Charbonnet this week, which is a sl- by Carbonet. Um, <laughs> Get it right. Yeah. Um, which is a slight worry, but when he still manages to be the lead back and score 30 fantasy points, you're kind of not that worried, but a really good performance for the running backs for Seahawks. Uh, Ian, who was your MVP? Mine's Lamar Jackson. 28.18 points, 22 of 31, 202 yards, 101 rushing yards off 14 attempts and two rushing TDs. Did look yeah. a lot better this week, didn't he? Yeah, he looked, he looked really good, didn't, didn't he? Didn't win though, did he? Didn't win. Didn't win, did he, Pete? No. Tough matchup this week, though. He got, got Downs D and Miles Garrett. He got stopped twice when it mattered, didn't he? By the best defense in football. <laughs> the Texans. <laughs> uh, mine is for the second week on the trot, Keenan Allen, and he balled. And out. I was, I wasn't gonna. It, that would be one of those things where I'm like, you can't go with the same person two weeks on the trot. Last week he had eight receptions for 111 yards and two touchdowns. And I was like, he's not going to do that again. And he had 18 receptions for 215 yards. And then to make it even better, he threw a 49-yard touchdown to Mike Williams as well. Fantastic. <laughs> so I was just Love like, it. 45. And our PPR league, he was 45.46 points. Oof. And I was like, what a week that is for wow. Allen. And, I mean, we'll get to this. But Mike Williams is out. For it's the, finally happened. Yeah, Mike Williams is three got, weeks. We've been seeing it all. Yeah, all he's gone out all three games at some point. Yeah. I think, but yeah. he's gone. So Mike Williams is gone. And if if Austin Eckler is out again this weekend, I Keenan Allen could get. I honestly twenty five receptions. Wait for Eckler to get back. I am desperate for yeah. Eckler to return. And you've got uh, Alvin Kamara back this week. I think that's. I think this is where the. Um, I think where Keenan Allen. If you look back, the games where Eckler doesn't play, he just goes to Allen all the time. Yeah, like, yeah but I haven't got. I haven't got Eckler, so I'm just gonna. He just keeps looking for Allen. Yeah. And like I say twenty targets and eighteen receptions. And that's what. That's what average quarterbacks do. They play playing the Vikings, so. Mm. It's helping him. Helping him get the yards. Yeah. Uh, what's pretty amazing, and I, it's almost an honourable mention, but um, it's not. None of us had a Dolphins player um, I will just say this how good were the Dolphins um, but yeah um, imagine benching Raheem Mostert on uh, one of your uh, fantasy teams and still winning I've I've got Tua in Dynasty and he got 28 points oh, and I, I know 28 you... points is a decent score but I was like yeah when Lamar Jackson stop, handing, stop handing it off to yeah. A-Chain and Mostert throw the ball well no because a couple of them were passing touchdowns underneath weren't they just little shovels yeah yeah, so two of them were shovel passes. The yeah, uh, the yeah, the little flip, yeah, blind pass. Yeah, like, no that, look, was, that was impressive. No look, right hand yeah. shovel pass. Straight out the Mahomes playbook. It was, it was yeah. very Chiefsy. Yeah, 
I have to say. While we're on the Dolphins, imagine picking up A-Chain on waivers this week yeah. and then getting rid of him. For, oh, who did he give it? Yeah, who did that? Ford. Oh, yeah, Jerome Ford. Wait, yeah. picked him up and got rid of him in the same week? Yeah. yeah. Oh, didn't picked know up that. Jerome Ford. Didn't know that. He actually did well with 19 points anyway, but it's not 50 points something. Yeah. Yeah, I've got I've got I've got the stats for later anyway. Yeah, uh, let's move on to MWP for each of us. Most worthless player. So, which one of you wants to start us off with this one, Pete? I'll go because I've already talked about the Steelers and their lack of a run game. But I started Najee Harris this week, and there's just nothing there, and I can't. I don't know. You know, I don't, I'm not well up enough on it to work out whether it's him or the play calling or the O-line. I think, it, from what I can tell, I think it's a combination of all of the above. Yeah, where's the Najee Harris of two years ago? And the one thing that really bugs me, and I only, to be fair, I only watched the first half yesterday because I was like, I've, I've had enough. Um, the one thing that really bugged me is, when you watch, and it, I, I'm assuming it's like it's, it's like an RPO, Pickett spends so much time deciding whether he's going to give the ball to Najee that by the time he does, it's like, <laughs> right, well, all the holes that might have been there in the first place have all closed up anyway. He's got nowhere to go. And I don't, I'm honestly, anyone who's in our league, if you want if you want to take a chance on, I mean, they've got the Texans this week, so if you want to take a chance on Najee, throw some trade-offs at me because I, I just don't know if I can gamble with him again. Well, in which he's case, scoring at least 50 points, isn't he? Yeah, the problem the Texans the, this week. But you would think so. The problem is... I can't afford to drop him because I have because I haven't got enough running backs. But I can't see. I'm not going to play him out of choice. I'm only playing him if there's a buy or something else goes on. So, yeah, he's a problem. He he just, he, he annoyed me last year for the exact same thing. And towards the end of the season, he started to pick it up a little bit. But it was almost too little, too late. Like he'd I had lost complete faith in him having back to back good games that I just ended up. I think I may have tried to trade him to pretty much everyone for anyone. And the, this the problem is that, as you said, we've got we've got a Steelers uh, fan within our friendship group, and <laughs> he's not a friend. <laughs> no, he's just within he's our, just in the he's group. Just within our friendship group. That's how I'm going to refer <laughs> to him. Well, Ash. <laughs> um, he does that. That's that's the same thing. I just said it in a different way. Um, he. He, he said to me, the problem he's got now is you've got Jalen Warren coming through. And I wouldn't mind, but Jalen Warren's not doing anything either. He can't, like, it, the team, as a team and everything, it's just not working for him. They've got no run game. And it and it's not going to help pick it. And yeah. I just don't know what to do with Najee Harris. Really wish I hadn't drafted him. Trade him. Yeah. You're not going to cut him. No, that's, that's what I mean. You'll cut him and you'll start doing stuff. Throw some offers at me. Yeah. You want him, H? No. I probably will. <laughs> Love a trade me. Yeah. <laughs> Ian, over to you. Right, so mine's Drake London. And I imagine he's going to be in most people's bad books this week. I apologise. He was my last week's selection nightmare between him and DJ Moore. And um, I incorrectly selected London in two of my leagues. I will just state this, though. If it wasn't for the fact that the Didn't Bears... did I tell you to play DJ Moore? If it wasn't for the fact, though, you that the You sat on the Bears... fence because you were playing me. The Bears oh. were absolutely awful. DJ Moore wouldn't have got anything because he just got a few catches in trash time. Yeah. But in one, in one of those leagues, it ultimately didn't matter because we ended up counts. against most uh, and his monster week. But in the league, I'm against you, Pete. It could have gone, gone better. It could have given me more of a chance. But what was frustrating is that 
Johnny Smith got more targets than Drake London. It's going to be like that. So Kyle Pitts and Johnny Smith, the backup tight end, both got targeted more than the wide receiver one. And London, also, he only managed to reel in two catches from six targets for 31 yards. So during, during the week, actually, I was trying to trade away London. And I was told that nobody wants my trash. I <laughs> who? Mate. All right. <laughs> and, well, if these performances continue, then it's, it's a pretty accurate description, isn't it? So I'll put it to you. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll flip it and say, you said any of these two and... And it was DJ Moore and Drake London. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not going to find a spot for them in my roster ahead of Justin Jefferson, um, Garrett Wilson, Armand Ra St. Brown and Tank Dell. So I was going to have know, to... I don't know. Garrett Wilson's worried. Well, me yeah. Well. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I was... Are you, are you worried about your bet right now? Because watching the Jets last night... They were terrible. I, I'd be terrified. Zach Wilson, no, I'm not. I don't think Zach Wilson's ever going to get there as a quarterback in the NFL. No. I'm, no. I'm not worried yet. And I'll tell you why I'm not worried. In that he's been that bad. And they played a couple of good defences. But he's been that bad. It can't get worse. That I think they might start looking for um, a trade-off. Like to try and bring somebody else in. Yeah. I, I, I so do you know who they need? Do you know, did you see the rumour? Elite Mike White. No. Oh, no. <laughs> Bring him back. Bring my wife back. My wife, we got it. Wilson last year was incredible. Was it the Kirk Cousin rumor? The Kirk, yeah. Kirk Cousin rumor. So the Jets be- are going to trade for Kirk Cousins. Because the Vikings are 0 and 3. And then uh, there was there was some kind of logical. Any, any, like, anything left to trade? I don't know. Oh, I'm sure they'll find something. Yeah. The Rams found they've got the cap space they've for got, it. Yeah, they've got loads of cap space. Because they did a load. Uh, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Why don't they look at Cam Newton H? I'd love that. I'd be all in on the Jets. But I do think it, it, they've said that we're going to go with Wilson and he has... It's just, I mean, it's a Cowboys and Patriots now. is not the two defences you want to be facing as someone who's got to come in and do a job. He literally took but, a sack though yesterday without being touched. He just rolled on the floor and then waited to be hit. Yeah, he's like, not great. Like, well, they, they very clearly gave up on him last year and I don't yeah. think... They, they, can't, they can't stick with him. No, they're, they're, they're saying they're going to stick with him but I'm pretty confident that by... Week six or seven, they're going to have gone, gone out and found someone else. I'm just trying it still to doesn't mean they're going to make the playoffs, but I'm just trying to think who so. might be actually available. And the only ones that I can really th- like from a realistic standpoint that you could probably pick up is maybe Carson Wentz, and we kind of know what he is. But well, he's, he, he's a free agent, so he's definitely yeah. real. He's definitely realistic. No, yeah, I, I don't mean, think he's doing much. What about Brady? He's no, not, he's in, def- I don't think he's any better than Zach Wilson. To no, be fair, I'd rather go with the go with the guy who's in the, in the wait building. for the return of Tom Brady. As in, when I say a realistic target, there was like a list that included Cam Newton, Andrew Locke, and players like that that aren't going to come out of retirement. Yeah. Well, you know. the Jets' bye week is week seven, and I'll be surprised yeah. if Zach Wilson's still the quarterback in week eight. Yeah, I would. If he be. continues playing like he played yesterday, yeah, they could easily be trade. kicking the tires on someone. Yeah, the the they they could easily trade. It, I'll be honest. If I was looking at a backup quarterback to pick up, I'd be picking up your boy. To be fair, and I know you're not gonna yeah. like that, but um, he he brisket. No, yeah, brisket. Brisket was one of the other ones I was thinking about. Yeah, he'd do a good job. He's just you a know steady what? You just player. Need, you just need someone who's like steady. capable. Yeah, yeah. Average, um, an average quarterback could could get the Jets to the verge of the playoffs. Yeah, because they've yeah. got that much talent. I do. 
wrap uh, up MWP because uh, we did go off slight tangent there and we haven't done mine yet. Mine's uh, Derek Henry with a miserable two points. Um, this is. I thought what... Najee Harris was bad. Yeah, Derek Henry for me was one of one of my better pickups. I thought I'd never thought I'd have a Derek Henry really bad week, and he's. It was remember, terrible. Remember pre-season when we were talking about drop-offs? Yeah. And we he, said Derrick Henry could get to that point where so he doesn't just slide away. There was he a, just, he falls, just drops yeah. massively. So there was a Which is what I wanted for Kelsey, but it's not happening. It's not happening. Right? It's happening for Henry instead. He's been reinvigorated. Oh, God. <laughs> um, him. With Henry, there, I think there was a stat that he on yards per carry, he's down 1.5 metres on his yards per carry this year. And I know it's early season. 1.5 metres on his yards per carry. Yeah. It's mean 1.5 yards. What? Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> yards. Just, sorry. And now that they go, My... he's down 1.5 yeah. metres, work that out right. yourself. Yeah. It's, it's, three, well, it's three yards in a metre. Sorry, <laughs> yeah. 1.5 yards per, uh, per carry less this year than his lowest year in the NFL, which I think is Imagine quite Imagine how hard the game scary. would be if it changed it to metres. If they went metric, <laughs> yeah. how much harder would the game be? you got to get 10 metres. Yeah. yeah. Two points. He had 20, 11 attempts for twenty yards, one point eight two yards per carry. Solid. Well, he's playing the Bengals Ooh. next week, so he'll get, he'll get that back. Yeah. Um, talking of your waiver pickup from earlier, do you want to carry on with where you left off? Yeah, because we, we mentioned that someone in one of our leagues picked up a chain midweek yeah. in waivers, and then dropped him immediately for Jerome Ford. It's not a horrific pickup because, like I said, Ford still got nineteen points. A-Chain went ballistic and scored 51.3 in your PPR leagues. Do you know what? So that, well? that could go down as one of the worst waivers of the season. I would be fuming as well because he's now bottom of the waiver chart for us as well. Yeah, so he, he will be. he stands no chance of getting him back. Yeah, but he's also in the league where I've got three pending waivers. <laughs> so... <laughs> is this three... I'll, I'll be back. Hang I'll on. be back to I'll be Is back this to three... Separate positions or three different, or is this like you're getting rid of one player and you put three, you top three in? What? So, have you gone? So, every week when I do waivers, I'll go, right, well, I'm getting rid of the Broncos. Oh, D. no, no, I'm, I'm getting and rid I'm, of like three my first, players. My first, oh, right, okay, that's it. That, that was a question I was yeah, asking. Is I'm it? Getting rid of three is it I'm, I'm, I know I'm only going to get one of these three, so this is my order. I'm putting them in. No, no. You're trying to, you're trying to. Re- because I want all three of them. You're trying to upholster. You know, I right, want okay. all three players, so to do that, I have to put different players in do you think you'll get all three of them I'll definitely get one because I'm top of the list it's Nico Collins I, I promise you it's not <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so what, A-Chain was, A-Chain a- would have joined the 50 club in our league which we make a bit of a deal of but did, he, he's not even on a roster let alone in the team so. no uh, it rushed 18 times for 203 yards and 2 touchdowns caught 4 of 4 for 30 yards and 2 more TDs and he worked in a pretty pretty much even tandem with most uh who also scored 45 points himself. It will be interesting to see what happens to him when Waddle returns, though. Yeah. But, as it stands, if A-Chain's available, go get him. Yeah, definitely. I mean, they're not going to score 70 points every week. Oh, oh really? Do you think? <laughs> no, I don't reckon. <laughs> no, absolutely not. But Just you know. uh, quickly, mine is... I was, trying to, I was trying to think outside the box a little bit. I hate this guy. Well, I hate him from a fantasy football point of view. I'm sure he's a lovely bloke. But he burnt me last year because I thought he was going to have a good year. But I think Cortland Sutton seems to be the one that 
Russell Wilson's trying to go to this year, and yeah. he did the same. He did the same yesterday, and I didn't think Russell Wilson played that badly yesterday, and I didn't think the Broncos' offense played that badly. They just they just got destroyed on the other side they of the ball. Never on so, the field. No, they yeah. scored. They put up twenty points pretty comfortably. Like they didn't. They, Miami didn't put too much effort. Yeah, Miami, they didn't, Miami were like, just gives the ball back. Yeah, they, they didn't have to. <laughs> We've so. got records to set, boys. But yeah, Cortland Sutton uh, is a sort of on the. I think he'll be on most waiver wires in eight team leagues. So I think he's worth. A, he's definitely worth a shout. Yeah, I think what's really disappointing about the Cortland Sutton sort of pickup is how bad Derry Judy's been. Carrying a ham, he came into the season with a hamstring injury, though. So you remember yeah. all that preseason hype for Jerry Judy? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, he did the get, danger he did, of buying into preseason hype. He got injured about two weeks before the season started, and he's just—I don't think he's ever shook it off properly. Yeah. yeah. And with hamstring, unless you just let him rest up, he's not going to, is he? Yeah. I remember, I remember the Broncos releasing that video of Jerry Judy torching a DB. Yeah. He made like three moves. Like if, you, if you're going to do a triple move route, you probably are going to screw some DB yeah. over, aren't you? Uh, that'll be an interesting and we'll get to the games in a bit but that'll be interesting this week because they've got the Bears it won't be interesting <laughs> I, I don't think there's a game I would want to watch less than the Broncos versus the Bears I have literally written that on, <laughs> yeah, on my oh, sheet could, as well. you know, it's, it's, two, it's two terrible defences yeah, yeah. It, it could be 50 all or it could be 6-9 yeah. my waiver pick is someone that I feel was fantasy irrelevant for maybe two years and he's found a really good landing spot now and before the season I don't think there was anyone that was going to pick him up either uh, um, it's more than a Thielen and that's Adam Thielen um, he's been brilliant for the Panthers in, so first week I think he only got uh, two receptions for like 30 yards which is the bad week um, but after that he's had, in week two he had 20.4 points and in week three, he had 31.5 points. And this week, he goes up against the Vikings, who seem to be giving up a lot of points and a lot of yards. Um, and it's a revenge game. Yeah, yeah and it's a revenge game. And we, all, we all love a revenge game. If that's the thing. But I also will say Can't imagine this. he's got any bad blood with Minnesota, to be no, honest. No, but... no. But I will say this. When you are doing fantasy football, you do have to look at wide receiver ones because they do tend to get a lot more targets because obviously the wide receiver one. If you're sat there and you are maybe a little bit short short on receiver when it comes to your bye weeks, picking up someone as that has been consistent as Thielen over a long career up until maybe the last two years in Minnesota where the likes of Jefferson and then Hawkinson took over from him, He's now showing that he's still got quite a lot of juice left in him and he's someone that you could look to target. Do you think that'll change if Bryce Young comes back? Well, Bryce Young was the one that threw him the 20-point game in yeah. Week 2. Yeah, in Week 2, yeah. Um, also, just on that, uh, Dalton played quite well. Um, I, I, I never thought... Andy Dalton does don't, that. Don't, don't do it to me. I, I, Andy Dalton does that, though. He comes yeah, he in does. and he, he played quite well. If he has to play, yeah. he has to play again this week, he won't play well. No, oh, no, that'll no, be the end of that. No. If he could just come into the league and play one game a year, he'd probably go down as quite a decent quarterback. <laughs> yeah. He can do it for one game. Let's move on to the selection nightmares. So, a couple of selection nightmares um, 
one of each of us. Start off with you, Pete. So mine's in full PPR, and I traded with Ian. Um, Ian came after Rashad White, and uh, I was like, oh, if you give me Mike Evans, you can have Rashad White. So we completed that trade last week, and I started Mike Evans this week, and he hasn't even played yet, but I've already won, so that doesn't, well, I'm, I'm significantly in front, so that shouldn't make any difference. So this is a little bit difficult because Evans, is, you've only got the first two weeks to look at, so maybe tonight will give me a bit more of a, a sight on it, but he's at the Saints this week, which is not going to be easy because the Saints have got a good day, and my, my alternative option is Michael Pittman against the Rams. The same Michael Pittman that you said is fantasy irrelevant to you? Yeah. Okay. I've changed my mind on that. <laughs> I also said the Colts had finished 6-11. and 11. I've changed my mind on that now. We're going to the playoffs as the the winners of the AFC South. So if we're we're in the number one spot. Yeah. And we're not giving it up. Top so, of the league. Yeah, we're top of the league, and we're going all the way. Uh, so yeah, Pittman Pittman against the Rams or Evans at the Saints. And I think if, I think if we were recording tomorrow, it'd be a much easier decision yeah. for you. I should have thought maybe I should have give, <clears throat> given a different option on this. Yeah. Well, I, w- I would lean towards Mike Evans. I'm the same. Yeah. We've already done the trade, you know. <laughs> you don't have yeah. to sell yeah, him yeah. into me now. Yeah, I'd, I'd <laughs> play him. I'd ride him. I'd ride him all the way, mate. Yeah. To be fair, I'm I'm probably going leaning slightly towards Mike Evans because the Saints are going to have potentially Jameis Winston throwing the ball, and he can turn it over better than any quarterback in the league. I thought you were going to suggest um, Jameis Winston might just go no. old school and start throwing it to Mike yeah. Evans. Like, yeah. yes. I thought you were going to say, well, they got Jameis Winston at cornerback. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, like, I fancy Mike Evans. All right, Mike. <laughs> I, I, Good to I, see you again. Yeah, I can see Tampa Bay having a lot of the ball, and it'll be Mike Evans that is going to get quite a lot of those. It just seems to be. Um, you see the stat that, as it stands, the Bucks are the only ones not to have an interception this season. Do you want to check that fact again, please, Peter? I'm assuming the Texans haven't done one. Terme might have been a turnover. Okay, I'll give you that one. Yeah. No interceptions. Turnover. It was a turnover. It was five teams going into the weekend and they've all had a turnover now, apart from the Bucks. They play tonight. Yeah. They're playing the Eagles, so I'm sure that's that. I'm sure this will be completely irrelevant by the time it goes live. <laughs> and Baker's thrown four interceptions. Baker's had a Sam Howell day. Yeah. I'd be quite happy if Baker throws four interceptions though, because AJ Brown's not getting you the points you need if the Eagles keep scoring the, from D, are they? Should a bad day as a quarterback now be referred to as a howler? Oh, wow. Yeah, maybe. He's very been very up and down so far, hasn't he? Yeah. I like maybe it. It's a new feature. <laughs> He's had a howler. And it's a bit harsh on him. He's only had one bad game. It's a, it's a bad, bad game, no? Yeah, yeah. It was. What's it, four interceptions? Yeah. Yeah, not great. Not but... great for anyone who's playing the Bills D either. Yeah. No, it wasn't. Ian, <laughs> what's your selection nightmare? Uh, mine's mine's a triple threat, so I need to pick two of the three. Oh, that's Ooh, we've not done that. Be- we've so not done that a, before. Like one. Yeah, like right, this. So you need to eliminate one rather than pick one. Like, so mine is. It's like keep trade release. It is. Except I've got to play two of these people. <laughs> play, 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 drop. <laughs> yeah, Jamal Gibbs, James Connor, and Alvin Kamara. Now half PPR Dennis League. Gibbs was given the starting job. Well, he wasn't. Dave Montgomery was uh, injured this this yeah. weekend. Pretty unimpressive. 80 yards after 17 attempts. 
and one of two catches for two yards. Montgomery could be back this week as well, but they're playing a Packers D that's only given up two rushing touchdowns so far this year. Uh, and they also average giving up 137 yards a game. Now, through three weeks, Connor has been locked in my lineup. This week, he's coming up against the 49ers D, which makes me skeptical. Yeah, but you would, have said that be... last, you would have said that last week when he came up against the Cowboys D. That didn't stop him, did it? Well, I had no one else because Kamara's <laughs> back now, isn't he? So he's back in the mix. And it's also a game where the Cardinals might be launching it a bit. And finally, whilst I'm excited about the return of Kamara, the injury to Derek Carr has not done me any favours. Because we all know what Kamara was like last year with Jameis under centre. Kamara's also got a tough matchup against the Bucks D. So I'm in a bit of a pickle, to be honest. I I think you go with what I would consider your steady points with Connor. Because yeah. I think he is a lead back. I think he's the less worried. And he's been good. Of them. Yeah, he's been, he's been good this year. Um, I will say Gibbs purely because Kamara's just coming back. He loves back. rookies. He does love rookies. I, I love, <laughs> does love rookies, but if Montgomery's fit... Yeah, I, I just can't see Kamara coming in after, what, no pre-season, no rep. No, no, he played pre-season. He did, yeah, but nobody really they, they plays. They allowed him to play preseason. Yeah, but then he, mm, I just, I can't, I can't see Kamara coming straight in and setting the world alight. So I'd rather just go with Jameer Gibbs. Um, right. That'd be that. That'd be my way of thinking of it. I think it'll be difficult for Kamara to come in and hit the ground running. And also, if Montgomery is injured. Jameer Gibbs is well, yeah. If Montgomery's, in, if Montgomery's ruled out again this weekend, then it makes the decision a lot easier, doesn't yeah. it? You're obviously going to go with Gibbs, yeah, because he's RB one for the day. Yeah, but if Montgomery's fit and he suits up, it changes it, doesn't it? So we're going to go to P, but I know what P's going to say because P reckons Kamara's shot. <laughs> and he said, "Yeah, I'm, I'm torn <laughs> on this. One in that I've got Gibbs in one of my leagues. I feel like if you bench him, he's going to go off." So that's that's the sort of influence you're having on fantasy fantasy football. football So I'm tempted to encourage you to do that. So that that, that's one side of it. But I do I do lean with H in it. I kind of see where H is coming from in that I don't think they would come in and give Kamara all of that workload. The flip side to that is other than Kendra Miller who got on the field, I don't think they've really got anyone. Tony Jones is garbage. So there is, a, there is a chance that they just go, actually, Carr's out, Kamara's back, he's fresh, yeah. just run him into the ground. Yeah. And you don't want to miss out on that. And I love I, a bit of nostalgia. I think, if I was being perfectly honest and I had to make the choice now, I'd go with Connor. I think, I'd rest, I, think I would actually rest Gibbs because I, can't, I just can't see at this point. I think Gibbs will score loads of points by the end of the year. I can't see over the next couple of weeks where they just don't want to use him that way. They don't want no. to give him the ball. They don't want to t- treat him like Bijan. They want to. They want some sort of committee, and they want to yeah. ease him in. Yeah. And he's not going to get twenty-five points, whereas Kamara could come in and go, "I'm back." Yeah. The, the, I'll still start sit here and yeah. say he's shot, even if he. Uh, if yeah, he puts he, up he, 25 he 20 points. points. The, the, the one that you have to pick though is James Connor. Out yeah, of fair out of those three. Fair enough. Uh, H, what's yours? Mine. 
is also featuring James Connor, and mine's from my last. Flat Don't play him; he's rubbish. Um, is it's I'm intrigued to see who you've got him up against here because you've told me to absolutely play James Connor there. Yeah, yeah uh, Tank Dell. So, if I uh, just get the stats up, so James Connor has gone for twelve Steel points, sixteen six, and nineteen six. They go up against San Francisco Forty ers and Tank Dell is going oh, up that's, against. There's a couple of tough defenses yeah. these players. Have you not got anyone else? Actually, triple threat option. So, (laughs) and then I've got Tank Dell, who's going up against the Pittsburgh Steelers. And Tank Dell, the last couple of weeks has gone. uh, So he went for six point four, and then he went for twenty twenty and twenty five fifty. Um. So easy is easy decision. This Adam Phelan, (laughs) get get on your waiver wire. Not getting him. Get, get you, you, oh, have you gone for you, it? You <laughs> said you wanted Adam Phelan. Get on your waiver wire, pick up Adam Phelan, play him. Yeah. Or, Which league is this in? And if he's not available, play Cortland Sutton. Uh, this is, is this full or half PPR? Full PPR. So this is our, our main league. The other thing that I do have is potentially don't have this dilemma if Aaron Jones is past fit. But I'm, I'm after... going, I would stick with Connor. Tank, De- Tank Dell's gonna depends what you've got in the rest of your team and how 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 explosive you need it to be. So Tank Dell's the more he, he might put up twenty five points again. I can't see Connor putting up twenty five points, but yeah. Connor's more likely to give you a safe floor. I think. Yeah. So I've, in in that team, I don't need to hear the rest of your team. It's Jefferson, just... <laughs> a, uh, Saint Brown, and Debo. Right, well, you've got explosive players there. Just play Connor and d- don't mess it up. I'd agree. Thank- I'd leave Connor in over over Tangdale. I think I think there's more volatility playing Tangdale. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks, lads. Appreciate that. Who are you playing? He's going to play Tangdale. No, who are you playing up? Who are you up against? You next know? week, I don't, I don't know. I've not, 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 not looked at the next week. Yet. No, probably I've not. No, I'm, I'm too too annoyed with this week to look at next yeah. week. This is the problem we're doing this pod on a Monday. Yeah. I'm yeah. still fully in. I'm still, I'm still. So we need to talk about week I'm four. Was like, do we really? <laughs> Quite looking forward to tonight's games. Talking of games, matchups, Pete. So a... I'm going with Tyler Algier against the Jags. I think they're going to go back to the run game. They don't think the Jags, well, say back to the run game. They've never went away from it. I think Algier is still going to be a weapon on that defense, on that offense. And I think Bijan is no doubt absolutely brilliant and got a lot of talent. But I think Algier still got a place to play. And I think the Jags have been disappointing. I mean, he just let the worst team in football roll over him for 27 points or whatever it was. So. <laughs> and my other one is, whilst I said that Keenan Allen could potentially get 25 catches this week, I think the Mike Williams injury opens up the opportunity for Quinton Johnston. Yeah. And uh, Anyone who drafted Johnston were waiting for this moment. Yeah, yeah. definitely. And, I mean, I, I think he's available. I mean, on... I wouldn't wish injury on anyone other than Kelsey. <laughs> Come... <laughs> Can we say but, if Taylor Swift's but, listening, she's not going to be happy know, with you? Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't care. She's a six at best. Wow! Oh, <laughs> wow! That is wow! Harsh. That is harsh. Um, no, but anyone that drafted Johnston has spent the first three weeks of the season praying that either Keenan Allen, yeah, or my Williams. And I think from the little bits I've seen, the the one player I think he's more likely to replace and come in for a like for like is Mike Williams. There is the yeah. option that they just go to Josh Palmer a little bit more, but I feel like Josh Palmer's just going to continue to have his role where he gets a few targets a game and gets involved. 
I think this is Quentin Johnson's opportunity. He's had three weeks to ease himself in. This is his opportunity to step up, and they're playing the Raiders. So, I also, I also think he yeah. needs to, because if you lose Mike Williams, and you know, I'm as we all know, I'm high on Herbert. I'm high on the Chargers. Herbert's going to throw the ball, and losing someone like Mike Williams, somebody has to step up, whether it's Josh Palmer or Johnson. Yeah. I think there's. I think there's more upside to Johnson. You also don't draft the wide receiver in the first round and bench him. I was all, and I would also caveat year. this by I'm expecting Austin Eckler to be out this week because I know they haven't completely ruled him out, but they said it's looking unlikely and they're on a bye in week five. So I just think if he's the slightest bit of a doubt, they're just going to rest him, get him properly ready and then come bring him back in week six. No, for my sake, I hope you're wrong. <laughs> I, I think yeah, but you don't want him to re-aggravate it, do you? It's better to, you'll still be in. You'll still be in the running, mate. Uh, oh, four! I'll still be in the running. Yeah, well, nice one. Well, then you've got the bye in week five, so, right. so I don't help you either. Right, so I don't get my first round pick for six weeks. <laughs> no, I will say I actually really like both of your selections this week, Pete. So congratulations! Thanks, thanks, very, thanks very much. But from someone that's hosting, he's getting more patronising with every week that <laughs> goes by. I genuinely, this, this, no, all this success is going to his head. I can't wait till the end of the season when you're not in any playoffs. I know. Yeah. We all know. <laughs> like, what happened to those three and yeah. zero starts, Al? This is what happens to me. I always start really well. Last year, I was what seven and one, and didn't and scraped into the playoffs after losing my last seven games of the season. But no, that, that wasn't even patronising. I genuinely really like these that two. Um, Ian, what Steelers are you going for this week? All of them. <laughs> Pick all of them. Fryermuth. Should we just replay Washington, what? I, all we, of them. Should we replay what I said about the Bengals the other week? Just go, <laughs> just go with all yeah. Steelers. All Steelers. Except Najee Harris because he could. He could yeah. <laughs> oh, run yeah. a bath. He could run if it was downhill. Yeah, could run a bath. Right, go on and watch your matchups. Uh, my first one is someone that Pete mentioned before, and it's Colin Sutton who's playing against the Bears. Coming off the back of a game where he's just gone 8 of 11 for 91 yards and a TD. He's now got a game against a D that's giving up over 285 yards a game. And they've conceded seven passing touchdowns in three games. Yeah. It's not a game that I'm particularly excited about. I think about, that might though. be two and a half games, really. Because the Chiefs kind of gave up at yeah, half time. Didn't they? Yeah. That'll do. Um, so, alright, let's throw the other lads on. Yeah. Yeah, and I, like, like I said before, I can't decide whether it's going to be a score or a ball fest. Yeah. Yeah, but either way, I think Colton Sutton's got a decent chance of being the top scorer of anyone in that match. Yeah, I agree with that one. My second one's uh, is Terry McLaurin, which might seem a bit off the wall, um, but I imagine anyone who's drafted Scary Terry is going to be pretty concerned about his performances of late. Uh, but I think Week Four is the week he bounces back, along with Sam Howler. I'm not saying the Commanders are going to go to Philly and win tough day I'm sticking my neck out to say I'll be back in my good books anyway and most other fantasy managers yeah the only thing that worries me about that and it's the same with the books tonight is when you watch the Eagles last week I'm trying to think if they played Vikings they, they their offense isn't clicking because their offense isn't clicking they're just leading on the run game and they're just going to control the clock mm. it's a bit like it's a bit like what the Falcons are trying to do and what the 49ers do from time to time. It's like just read, lean on the run, try and control the cock and just give the opposition as few opportunities as possible. Yeah. Well, well, well the Vikings pulled 20-odd points. So, Well, this is, well, this is the thing, because on paper this would seem like a strange choice to say that Terry McClellan is going to have a good game against the Eagles. But they've not, they've not conceded a rushing touchdown yet, and it's only through two games because they play tonight. So. Yeah. 
all these stats are a game shy um, but the, in two games they've given up seven touchdowns all through the air and 652 yards yeah so he doesn't look, the look as good as everyone was expecting plus you know if the commanders are chasing the game they're not going to be going to the they're not going to be going on the ground so it's, it's going to be a lot of volume for Terry against not Joanne the, not Joanne <laughs> well, it, might, well, it might be but I'm, I'm going with Terry McLaurin I'm starting, to lose, I'm starting to lose patience with Joanne <laughs> oh, oh. I have to say it, Terry was my uh, one of my selections very very early on of a late round draft pick that you should be picking up he I, I like Terry I think he will come good he just needs to start getting some targets from Hal and I think I think this is his bounce back week yeah he's gonna, he's gonna um first one I've gone with is it's almost a chasing the points kind of pick but it's someone that I decided to bring in my dynasty team it's, this week. it's not no um <laughs> it's uh it's Sam Laporta um, so Sam Laporta is the first tight end in NFL history to start their career with five plus receptions, and it's something that Ian you said in the in what it, in his in his first few games. Oh right, okay. Um, and this is something that Ian just like she started it with five receptions. It was like what in three in the, weeks? In the first, <laughs> that, that surely must have happened before. Sorry, in the first in the first three weeks to get five plus right. receptions with you. Um, there's something that Ian mentioned early doors um, when we spoke about rookie tight ends, and it was if you're going to pick one of them, the Musgrave or the Sam Laporta pick is probably the one that you can put in your redraft league because yeah, because everyone everyone was high on Kincaid, yeah. and I've not seen Kincaid do anything yet. No, no. Um, Sam Laporta was brilliant. Last Josh Allen week, does it all himself. So. Uh, with eight receptions, eighty-four yards, and a TD. Uh, the week before, I think he got something like 60-odd yards as well. If you're short of a tight end, pick up Sam Laporta. Could be still in your waivers, but he's got a matchup against the Packers. Packers' offense looked a little sluggish last night. So, again, there may be a little bit more ball time. And the Lions are airing the ball out like they normally do as well. So, Sam Laporta is my first one. And the second one, I've gone with a little bit of a bold one. It's somebody that I reckon most people have picked up. I feel like he has to have a good game in this game and I think he will have a good game in this game and it's Amari Cooper against the Ravens I think it is one of the one of the boldest calls that I've probably done and I've made some outrageous statements I understand that but Amari Cooper has to have a good game Deshaun Watson did throw quite well that's not that wild it's not that wild he's He's a wild wild receiver one how good are we talking going against a defence that are ravaged with injuries let's see how wild we can get it how good are we talking 30 points 35 I was going to go 25 and above but you'd take that from your receiver half PPR or full PPR either I'll take him yeah I'll take him Um, but yeah for for me I think 25 points okay I think he has to have yeah I think he has to have a good game and I think he will have a good game that was one of when I was looking at the matchups this week. I was trying to think of a couple of people slightly more out the box or tougher games. Uh, there's some really tough games out there. I think we when we were talking about our matchups there, there's there's a few games where you're like, oh, that that person in a bad team yeah. is up against one yeah, of the there's best. Some, there's some games this week where you think both teams lose. Yeah, the, the yeah, I, I didn't enjoy watching Deshaun Watson get a little bit better yesterday. No. Nobody wants to see that. No one wants to see that. Unless, even, you're, a, unless you're a Browns fan. Yeah, even half the Browns fans don't want to see that. No. So. No. no. Let's move on to Pete's moment. 
this is something that he loves to do and he will take over now right on to the predictions uh, week 3 you both did meet week 3 so out of all the ones that we all went for we got we had the Ravens to beat the Colts so there we got that wrong we had the Jags to beat the Texans we had the Jets to beat the Patriots and obviously we had the Cowboys to beat the Cardinals so that was four that we all went badly got badly wrong and we are just to be clear we are all on the Eagles and we're all on the Bengals H you've got something to say so say it can you uh, go through the last two games of last week that we missed out yeah we'll get, I'll get there in a minute okay um, oh one have we I don't actually, know actually I can't I can't go through it because I haven't brought that piece of paper so <laughs> So H, yeah, I did win it. H went. H got both of them right last week. Whichever the Monday night games were, Steelers and Saints. Saints. H got both of them, which drew him level with you, Ian. At the lead, at the top of our leaderboard, you then both went for the same things this week. So you were always going to come out on the say. The question was, are you going to come out in front of me? And you did because I went for the Falcons and got that wrong. I went for the Packers and then got that right. And then I went for the Vikings and the Raiders and obviously you two went the other way so with two games to go you're both at 9 and 5 and therefore the podcast at 9 and 5 I'm at 7 and 7 so overall Ian and H you both have 29 wins on the week, on the year and I've got 26 oh okay, okay, okay. so I'm three, I'm three back going cool, into cool, week cool, four cool, cool. before we start Ooh. week four predictions Ooh. I've got a little bit of like, just something I need to get off my chest about the NFL Ooh, you know oh. you know oh. Oh. I feel like we should have opened with it. Yeah, maybe we should have done. I've only, just, I've only just remembered. But, you know, we we talked last week about them having two Monday night games and they're two Monday night games again, which is just daft. Like, if you're going to put them an hour apart, separate them completely so that we don't have to watch, so we, so we can watch them both. But my big issue is two things. When you've got 12 games across the six-hour period on a Sunday, why stick nine of them in the early window and only three of them in the in the late window. What was the point of that yesterday? We're trying to you've got Scott Hansen doing his very best to keep up with nine games all at once. Why couldn't you just shove two of them to the late later window? Yeah, a more even spread would be helpful. And then because when he gets to the when he gets to the three games that kick off at nine o'clock, because they don't go to adverts, you just show you replays of all the touchdowns that you've already seen. Yeah, and I was like, sometimes you go in and it's like seven in the early window, five in the late, and you go. That's a perfect setup, Matt. Yeah. That's what I want. And my other thing is, and no one's ever been able to tell me the answer to this, why do some games start at 9.05 and some start at 25 past 9? So I may be able to explain that one, but it's because, or well, my thought process was, the 9 o'clock game... You don't know, do you? I don't know the <laughs> official verdict on it, but the 9.05 game will go, theoretically, will go to the half. Then the 9.27 games will carry on during that half time break and then when they go to the break then that nine oh five. So this is live so what you're saying is is live football on when the first game goes to half time. That, that's what I would predict. That's just yeah. that, but that's nonsense because games just go at different I'm, speeds. I'm just I'm just I'm just putting my But uh, the problem is that nine oh five game, if it was one, two or whatever, always always kicks off when we're right in the middle of like yesterday it was Colts Ravens. All we all I wanted to watch all anybody wanted to watch was the end of the Colts Ravens game. It's like you want to see, you want you want to see what's happening at the end of that game. You don't want to see the start of Carolina against the Seahawks, do you? Pete, you're starting to go red, mate, and your veins are coming just, out. It just, I don't, I just don't just understand it. 
all right. You've got all these, you've got all these windows. Spread things out so we can watch more football. Anyway, I, right. I agree with it though. Let's crack on. Oh, Week four, we only have in. one Monday night. So Thursday night, Lions at Packers. Ian, Lions. Yeah, Lions for me as well. I'm not going to go against the Lions this week. I thought um, I did that last week and regretted it. Falcons at Jags in London. In London. In London. I will be there. Tearing on the Falcons. Got, my, got nil nil written all over. Uh, yeah, taking my wife for our anniversary. If it makes a legend, you are. If it makes any difference, I got you a I, I've been to about <laughs> six NFL games in my life, and I think not one of them has really ever been that good. So, brilliant. It's still going to be a great game. Oh, you! I, I, I hope your wife's listening to this, and she can just be amazed at how lucky she is. Take her out on the Saturday she'll, she'll night. Be, well. She'll be amazed on the Sunday. She's, yeah. she, when she, she watch, when she watches the Jags beat the Falcons. Jags, I'm going Falcons for the fourth week on the draw. <laughs> <laughs> are, you, are you all in on the Falcons as I well? Maybe. I think I th- Ridder was really poor this week. He yeah. is poor. Yeah, he's he's what's holding I them th- back. I think we might see we might have seen the true Desmond Ridder yesterday. Yeah. What's who my- would you rather have starting a quarterback for you, Desmond Ridder or Zach Wilson? Ooh. Burrow goes down tonight, and they both turn up. I think. I think they both turn up for the both reach out. Yeah, they're like, we can play. I can play. Just put me in. Put me in, coach. Well, well Bengals coach just signed AJ McCarron. Well, like he wasn't. Then. He wasn't an option. Uh, okay. Um, probably Ridder. Tough, I think it's a tough choice. Though. I think we've seen enough of Zach Wilson to realise there's not a lot to him. Whereas I don't think we've fully seen Ridder yet. That's anyway, Jags or Falcons? Well, I think Zach Wilson would go through everyone's mum. Like, he's wow. just terrible for the dressing room. Wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> go through everyone's <laughs> mum. Wow. I can't believe I'm not even editing that out either. I haven't got the energy. So. Um, mine solely depends on the weather. I, If it's raining, it's the Falcons, but I have to go with the Jags. I think the Jags will have a bounce back game. Jags. Um, however, if it's absolutely peeing it down on Sunday, I'll give you permission to change is my prediction. This is a game that should be on an island and it isn't. It's stuck at six o'clock on uh, Sunday. Dolphins at Bills. Yeah, this this one for me. This I'm has assuming to go this is the Sky Sports game, but yeah, it's going to have to be. Yeah, it has to be trying to find yeah. my way out of Wembley Stadium, so it doesn't make any difference yeah. to me. Dolphins. I yeah. I originally, I think I went Bills for this one, but after watching the Dolphins last week, they are an absolute express train at the minute. I think it's going to be hard to slow down, even as good as the Bills' defense was this week. I'm going Bills. I think if anyone can slow them down, it'll be the Bills. Yeah. That is the thing, like, it's a really great matchup, that one, though. Vikings at Panthers. I've gone with the Vikings... Um, I'm gonna believe in my boy. Stick me down for that as well, Pete. Yeah, it's gonna. It's honestly, that is getting a bit boring if you just keep going for the same thing. He's. Do you know when someone asks to copy your own work, but they'll change a couple of things so it don't look obvious? He's just not done that. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, I'm gonna go Vikings because they've got to get a win at some point. Yeah, Kirk Cousins is not playing badly, and then they've got. They've got all the weapons. They've got to find a win somewhere. Online. Yeah, I think if they're gonna do it, I think it's gonna be this week because it's either Andy Dalton or a rookie quarterback. The Ian Harrison game of the week: Broncos at Bears. Worst <laughs> gaming. I, 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 new, like, like I said, it could go either way. That's a new feature I'm bringing yeah. in. It's oh, too terrible the Ian Harrison wants to watch feature if, game of the week. If if this is the game on Sky, 
I will un- I will give up my subscription to Sky Sports. Oh, I'm going Bears. I'm going Broncos. I don't think they can be any worse. I am going to go with the Bears because I'm leaning towards playing Justin Fields in fantasy. At least one of my leagues is because I've got him in two. At least one of my leagues this week. Wow. And get the, but this will be pretty close to last chance saloon for him. It's on the trade block, isn't he, Pete? No, I don't. I mean, I don't, I don't think anybody had offered me enough to trade him, so he's not on the trade block. But this, I'll, if, I'll if give he you doesn't, a, if he doesn't put the points up this week, I'll give you a Dallas that, audit for that. that. I'll be in what league? I don't know. Because the, the <laughs> I've got league. both of them in in the main league. Oh yeah, <laughs> Ravens at Browns. Ravens. I've gone Ravens as well. Oh, I'm going Browns. This is my attempt to count. This is what I've gone different to most of your predictions so far. Steelers at Texans. I've gone Steelers. Oh, come on. Oh, Have a bit of belief. Come on, H. What? I think the Steelers' defense is. Do you mean Texans? I thought the Texans' defense was amazing. Yeah, so. No, I didn't say that, did I? Right, I'm not even going into this. So, originally, I I did go Texans beating the Steelers, and I changed it when I watched the Steelers D, because I think when we they... did When we did the... Uh, you pre- just beat the Jags. When we did yeah, the preseason but, predictions, you but, said they were going to be 2-2. Two and two. Yeah. This is your opportunity to get to 2-2. and two. I know. You've got to win today. There's no... Oh, not right, you've got to you've win this week. you me into it, Pete. I'm in. Texans... No, I, I I genuinely believe that. I will go Texans because you have taught me around, but I I do think the Steelers' defense is just a bit too strong for CJ Stroud right now when we only have one starting O-line. Are you joining him on the Texans? Not at all. <laughs> Not at all. I can't believe I actually got you to change. Um, I hate you both. Are you, you sure? But I love you. You sure? Steel- it's Texans, yeah. yeah. Rams at Colts. You should go first, Pete. I'm... Gonna go with the Colts. So am I. I think this will be a tough game. I actually think but this is going to be the closest game of the week. I think if Richardson's back, we win that. And that is the thing with me. If Richardson is back, I'm Colts. If Richardson isn't back, I'm uh, swinging the other way to the Rams. So for now, because he's still officially out, it's uh, Rams. Rams. However, if Richardson no, 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 is no, no. in, there's no, there's no you last minute amendments. You, you, don't, you don't see me and Pete talking about whether this <laughs> and if he's fit that. Bucks at Saints. On Bucks. Really? Yeah. yeah no Derek Carr. I'm no on Derek, Bucks. No Derek Carr. Ah, no chance. There's no chance the Bucks win that game. You said I'm that set. about the Vikings game. I'm going. Um, I'm going Saints. Yeah. Do you know how to make sure the Bucks? I don't win think that Derek game, Carr's that good. Bench Mike Evans. Shut up, Pete. Get out. Commanders at Eagles. Uh, I think this is going to be an easy one for everyone. Clean sweep. Yeah. Yeah. Eagles. had a lot of clean sweeps so far. It's good to see. Mixing up a bit. Uh, Bengals at Titans. Bengals. I've gone Bengals as well. Yeah. We're not. Again, we've not seen him play in week three, but I think you'll you'll bounce back tonight. Yeah. If Burrow plays. I think they are. Uh, Burrow is playing. Confirmed. Yeah, it was confirmed quite early on today. It wasn't. I promise you. I've been. <laughs> I have been on Twitter all day. I definitely reap the refresh. King. It will be a game time decision. We won't know until half eleven. 
Raiders at Chargers. Does anybody fancy the Raiders? I do not. I do not. No, Chargers it is. Chargers for all. Patriots at Cowboys. Assuming a clean sweep here with the Cowboys. It is. But yeah, they've, the, they've got a bounce back after the, that. Yeah, the Cowboys just did the Cowboys. We haven't. We, yeah, I was going to say we haven't talked about that really at all. I don't think we've even mentioned it. But that was about as Cowboys as it gets, coming out and balling out for two weeks, making yeah. making the league look average. Against two on a part of the Cardinals. And then, yeah, and then losing to the Cardinals. Who said would be the worst team in the NFL yeah. this season. Cardinals are really messing their own season up. <laughs> Speaking of which, Cardinals at 49. Oh, we were all going. We're, we're all going. going. I'm we're not all even going asking. Niners, right? Chiefs at Jets. We're all, I'm assuming we're all going Chiefs. Yeah. Yeah, I'd like to be wrong, yeah. but there's no way Mahomes loses to that. And... Monday Night Football Seahawks at Giants just one game on Monday next week just one Hawks just one to stay up for and I'm probably not going to stay up for it <laughs> no. so no. Seahawks at Giants you're going Hawks I'm going the Hawks yeah I'm going Giants ooh that leaves me with a decision to make I've been leaning Seahawks and I'm going to continue my Daniel Jones hate by going for the Seahawks <laughs> Not hate, hate's a strong word, just not a massive believer. Right, boys, I'll, um, like I say, we're all on Eagles Bengals tonight, so that makes very little difference. You two have three wins ahead of me going into next week. We will, uh, I will report back. Cheers, Pete. Thank you. Yeah, thanks very much, Pete. And good luck with your uh, predictions. Good luck with your fantasy matchups tonight and beyond. I need a bit more than luck. You just need eight. I need just, miracles everywhere. Just need AJ Brown to have one of them nights. Yeah. Be interesting to see. The bit that upsets me is I'm not close, because I've got AJ Brown in Dynasty, not close enough that if he has a really good night, I can still get. I can still be like, yeah, that's good. <laughs> there is a world where I can win both of those matchups with AJ Brown having a massive night, but it's just not going to happen. So it's more likely that I lose both of them if he has a massive night. Been a pleasure, boys. Have a great week. Cheers for listening, everyone. Follow us on the socials, which H hasn't mentioned. Tell a friend. Tell a friend to like us as well. And we'll see you all next week.